What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Oh, I think you're a really great girl, but nobody cares. Ghost me. Spare me. I was doing fine. I thought you passed away. The way I'm literally begging you to go back to the hole you came from. You know what? I don't want a Yelp review. And in honor of Halloween, I think I'm coming out as a pro-ghoster. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics, the first and only daily conservative pop culture show. Thumbs up so you don't forget. Subscribe so you don't miss any videos. And FYI, we love to respond to you in the comments. The first thing we have to go over today is... I have a bone to pick with some of you. Like, honestly, it was extremely frustrating and upsetting, and I just feel like I was being very unfairly criticized for something recently. Then we're discussing Maren Morris's Halloween costume she posted that mocks her feud with Brittany Aldean. Katy Perry is trying to play off that viral eye video by saying it's a party trick. It's the major cover-up in action for me. And everyone is obsessed with this dog who's losing weight after being morbidly obese. When you hear some of the things people are saying, you're going to want to pull your hair out. I guess it's a no to tell a morbidly obese human being that they aren't healthy, but a mortal sin to let a dog be fat. It may be Halloween, but it is clown world every day. And we'll end on pop quiz, which is where every Monday I answer questions submitted by conservatives. Let's get on with it. The feminine urge to hate Maren Morris is just so strong for me lately. She is just completely insufferable. There are things that leftists believe, and I think, okay, you know what? I can see why they think that, like they don't know the truth on the matter. But when it comes to this transgender stuff with children, the people like Maren Morris, whose hill to die on is saying that any child under 18 should be allowed to get permanently body altering hormones or even surgery that would mutilate their bodies forever before they can soundly understand the depths of their decision is beyond my comprehension. I will never understand. You've probably seen the meme everyone's been posting of a spirit Halloween costume. Well, Marin posted one that is a big roast on her public feud with Brittany Aldine. The Photoshop packaging says the costume is a lunatic country music person alongside a photo of Marin, which is a roast on Tucker Carlson, who called her that on his show when he was discussing the feud. Of course, the costume also has things like inclusive fans who would love to cut off a child's penis, obvi, a wig, and beef with trans folks. I just cannot. The list also clarified that a tall guy was not included, which is a joke about her 6'3 husband Ryan Hurd, while Marin is only 5'1, which arguably may even be more controversial than her stance on transitioning. But it's becoming increasingly obvious. I can deny it no longer. I am small. Here's a deflection and excuse I sure as heck didn't see coming. Katy Perry is trying to play off her eye glitch as some sort of party trick she did on purpose. There is no way, dude. No way. What do you think she was pressing to open her eye? And I just want to assure you, I am not human and I cannot feel pain. Blink twice if the reptilians are making you do this, Katie. 
Katie's explanation is that the millions around the world saying it must be because of a certain injection are all flat earthers. No, I'm not joking. And then she said, come see my broken doll eye party trick in real life in Vegas next year. And heck, I pour beer out of my tits. That's a party trick too. I don't actually lactate hops, silly goose. That's deflection. She hit me with some verbal judo. Conservative court! Is it something that rhymes with wiser or an AI system malfunction or maybe even an Illuminati signal? Can we just talk? Oh, hell no! You know how people saying that morbid obesity isn't healthy will get you canceled? That even doctors and health and wellness people are saying feelings matter more than fitness and it just isn't nice. And in fact, it's fat phobic to encourage someone to lose weight. Are you not aware that I get farty and bloated with a foamy latte? There is a wiener dog that's viral because of its weight loss journey from corn dog to sausage link, I guess. It's a beagle. Okay, so there's a fat beagle who actually happens to live in my town, Phoenix. His name is Wolfgang and he's social media famous for this little fitness journey he's on. He was rescued from a kill shelter, I guess, and at the time weighed 90 pounds. He's currently at 27. It goes on and on and It just occurred to me 90 pounds is literally almost what I weigh. Like, I weigh like 108. 90 pounds! First of all, this is fantastic content. I'm glad Wolfgang was rescued and the owners seem incredible. My criticism isn't on that dog or any of that. My criticism is of people on social media who are in the comments talking about how happy they are for this baby and that they love seeing him get healthy. And I'm just sitting here reading this like, how are these people living in the same society as me? So everyone agrees it is dangerous and not healthy and abusive, in fact, to let a pet live that fat, but it's loving to encourage fat people to stay fat. I don't get why it is so easy for some people to see the humanity in a dog, but not in a baby in a womb or in an adult who can't even walk because of their size. Like, why is it only acceptable to save the life of an animal? I will never understand it. Wolfgang is a king though. Seriously, like have you seen my silhouette? Sheesh. All right, I have to vent a little bit. Usually this kind of stuff is reserved for behind the scenes with my team, God bless them, but I was so pissed, honestly, and frustrated this weekend by some comments that we were getting about our reel, a one minute reel that we made showcasing our new interview on The Spillover with a man who grew up performing exorcisms with his dad. Every single Thursday night, we put out a reel on the Poplitics Instagram revealing who the guest on that week's episode of The Spillover Podcast is going to be. And every week, we pick a song to match the reel. Since the conversation was spooky, you know, about exorcisms and the episode is for Halloween week, I said we needed to choose a spooky instrumental to play in the background. And we post this reel and all of a sudden several of you and even Candace Cameron Bure comment saying that the music was too demonic and we shouldn't have chosen it. Let me just play a clip so you can get a feel for the music. Started a fire in the fireplace and they threw the painting in the fireplace and it didn't burn. It didn't burn. Mm -mm. I'm pre pretty much speechless. His body was growing. He was enlarging. Ooh. I saw the silhouette and the shape of a massive demon outside the window. All right, so there are no words. There are no sound effects. It is just ambiance. 
suspenseful, scary music for a scary story. I wanted to throw my phone after seeing these comments. Like, I am so genuinely confused about what the problem is here. I know that some are saying, don't do any music at all. Just like this type of interview, you shouldn't have had any music, but it's setting the scene, it's scary. Have you ever watched a scary movie that has no music? Okay, A Quiet Place doesn't count. We're talking about exorcisms for Pete's sake. What would you have chosen? Lady Gaga applause. The point is, I just thought that this was a totally uncalled for critique of me and my team because it just makes no sense. Now, go listen to the Exorcisms Are Our Family Business interview with Rick Hansen on The Spillover anywhere you get your podcast or watch the interview right here on this YouTube channel. Thank you. You are welcome. It's Monday, Monday, pop quiz time. Victoria from Indiana asked, thoughts on Candace Owens coming for Taylor's songwriting skills? Ah! Oh, where do I start? First of all, the song that she chose to pick apart was Antihero, and the lyrics being, hi, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me. And she's like, that is so lame, like what even is that? And it's like, okay, the entire concept of the song is genius. Taylor Swift is literally saying, hey, what if, crazy idea, which nobody ever wants to take personal responsibility anymore, but what if some of the problems in her life and you know relationships ending and different drama she gets into, what if she has a responsibility in that? What if she's responsible? responsible for some of that. And so Taylor Swift is showing like, hey, there's this side of me, the self-loathing, like self-hating part of me that I have just like anybody else where I think I'm too fat or I think that I'm not good enough or not funny enough or not smart enough or I'm not a good enough sno songwriter, ironically, for what Candace is critiquing. So I think that Candace is 110% wrong, 200% wrong, and Taylor Swift is one of the most genius songwriters of our time. Isn't that like the sweetest thing ever? Jillian from California wants to know, what are my thoughts on guys that put their Instagram handle in their dating app profile, and then they say, message me on Instagram. Okay, so number one, everyone should have their social media in their, their Bumble bio, their Hinge bio, whatever, because it is so annoying like for me to have to go on my own because we're all looking for you anyway. So just know that we're going to go do that. Just make it easier on us. But to say like, message me on IG, like that's almost just like a ploy to get followers. And so that's cringe. No. Rosie from Michigan wrote in asking, is it hard to stay in touch with your best friend Lauren when she lives so far away? Like how often do you all visit each other and or talk? It's not hard at all because Lauren and I talk from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed, like about anything and everything. First of all, she's three hours ahead of me. So she's already been awake. So she's already texted me like 10 times about whatever's going on in her day, what her kids are up to, what she's going through, celebrity, pop culture, drama. Like we literally talk about everything. Every waking moment, if I'm going through a Starbucks drive-through or I have like a tummy ache or whatever, like Lauren and I tell each other every single thing. So we talk constantly. It doesn't feel like it's hard being long distance. I mean, it is hard because I, I wish that there are times where we could spend time face to face, but our communication doesn't suffer. And that's just a very special, unique thing that I know you don't have with every friend. Like I've other friends I don't talk to as often as Lauren. They're still my best friends, but Lauren is just that friend for me.
honest, a bunch of things kind of happened in the last week behind the scenes, especially with us switching to YouTube being the main hub to watch politics. My team and I, we were all so stressed out. It did not even occur to me till like a day ago, oh, I never ordered a Halloween costume. And I had a plan. Actually, I'll tell you what my plan was. I wanted to dress up as Jeanette McCurdy on the I'm Glad My Mom Died book cover. It was gonna be so iconic and that was gonna be my post. And I. I did order the pink urn to pose with and I forgot to order the whole rest of the outfit. So I'll just be casually going to Whole Foods and returning my urn to Amazon today. But this weekend, I did get a massage and a facial. So guys, for real, I have had so much anxiety just trying to get 115,000 of you on Instagram to move over to YouTube, and I just needed a second to rest. So yes, if you're a cute conservative and you have cute conservative friends, please thumbs up this video, subscribe to this channel, hit that notification bell. Comment your thoughts on the Katy Perry eye glitch, the fat dog, and the atmospheric Halloween music we chose for the exorcism reel. Follow Politics on Instagram too for even more conservative pop culture content, funny videos from me, and celebrities. Celebrity news. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific right here. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark and this is Politics. Happy Halloween! Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Politics experience to follow us on Instagram at Politics where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye!